Hi, Heidi, how are you? I'm doing fine, Yevgeny. How are you doing this morning? A happy Easter to you in, in uh, thank uh, you, Thank you. Thank you very much. And we say, Christos Vaskres, Vaistino Vaskres. Okay? <laughs> yes, yes, Christ has risen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, of course. And uh, we had a very interesting uh, interview about foreign, uh, foreign languages. Uh, last time, and I uh, would like to continue our interview. And uh, you uh, told me about your Spanish and, and Russian, but I know that uh, you um, uh, uh, you were in in Russia maybe in 17th yeah for uh, for improvement maybe for better uh, for better. Um, for better knowledge of, of Russia. Maybe uh, can you tell me about your first visit you know, uh, uh, then uh, it was uh, Soviet Union and, uh, and, your, uh, uh, and your impression of the, of the country and of the, of course, of the uh, Russian study, yeah? Okay, I'd be very glad to. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. I finished college or university in June of 1974 at the University of California. Uh, at the city of Davis, which is north of Berkeley. It's the agricultural school, but they had all studies there. Uh, it was just a nice place to go to school. Uh, I had studied Russian three years at university, and I was selected to go on to a summer uh, program uh, called Lietnishkolia, uh, summer yeah. school. And it was a program uh, you know, coordinated with the University of Leningrad. Uh, we, we had flown to um, New York and then from New York to Paris. We had our orientation. We're told, because this is the Soviet Union times, this is not uh, Russia, this is not where you have uh, today in Russia, or in the last 10, 15 years, you have a you know, relative large amount of freedom, okay? Yeah, yeah. But in the Soviet times, as you remember in the 70s, it was very constricted. It was very limited. You had to be very careful uh, yeah. um, what you did and what you said and, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So I had, uh, as an undergraduate, I had studied international relations with a minor in Russian. So I was more interested in history, politics, geography. And I had, I had done a lot of preparation. Now, a lot of university professors uh-huh. in the United States are former refugees from Eastern Europe. This is an important thing to understand. Yeah, of course. And so a lot of them are very um, well-known scholars. I had one scholar who was an expert on the Soviet Union, on foreign policy. Another one who was a Polish Jewish refugee is an expert on uh, communism, fascism, those sorts of things. So I had a good grounding uh-huh. in, in the history of, of Russia, history of the Soviet Union, and uh, you know, solid three years, uh, which is not a lot, but for an American, it's a heck of a lot. So I came there, I thought, armed pretty well, and I had a chance to talk to a few students who had been on the same program the year before. Uh, so we came to Leningrad in middle of June of 1974 from Paris. Paris was quite exciting. We flew to uh, Warsaw. It was a, on a chartered flight to Warsaw, and then we changed planes. These were very old planes that were propeller-driven, and uh, so we landed in, in, in Leningrad. Uh, we went through an extraordinary long period of customs, going through our suitcases. We were told uh, they could look through your, your um, uh, personal phone books and things. We all had contacts there, so we had to hide them. We didn't have such a bad time, but they looked at all our books. So we obviously couldn't take in a Playboy magazine or anything like that. They would consider that to be pornography. So we were a little on guard. Uh, my, my first impression, we hit the airport, and you had lots of security there, uh, much more than you had in the West in those days. 
yeah. and they were carrying machine guns. We never saw that in the West. That was that was pretty pretty extraordinary. Uh, the second thing is the um, they were so young. The security people they looked like they were sixteen years old. Uh-huh. Very young, very white, uh, pale, baby faces, huh. and thought, my gosh, this is interesting. Uh, and then, of course, the the customs guys, they were, you know, guys in their 40s, and they were actually quite nice to us. There was no real problems. It just took a long time. And then we got on a bus, and then the, the first impression was the technology is really old. Uh-huh. We were, there were, <clears throat> no, there was no such thing as an air-conditioned bus. Yeah. There was no such thing as modern cars. Uh-huh. The plane was old. And so, first of all, uh, it, it was a, a dichotomy, if you know what that word is. It was a dichotomy. On the one hand, uh, the Soviet Union is the number one, um, uh, what you'd call, competitor, uh-huh. uh, military yeah. competitor of the United States. Yeah. It didn't go to the moon, but it had a big space program. Uh-huh. It was a very successful one. Yeah, yeah, but on the yeah. other hand, when you get there, you thought, oh, my God, this yeah. type of bus, yeah. I haven't seen in 40, well, 40 years. I was only 20 years old. I, uh, I hadn't seen this since I was five years old. Yeah, and their life was very, very old, old it, fashioned. Yeah, it was de- it was desultory. Yeah, it was desultory. It was unbelievable. That was the first thing. Uh, it, unfortunately, we had a bad impression the first day because it was raining, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was unusual to be raining in June. Uh-huh. But I remember being on the bus, uh-huh. and we're all Americans, you know, and we had our teachers and things like that whom we didn't know very well. They weren't teachers we had. They were assigned. And we'd already got to know them a little bit, you know, in Paris for three days. We had lots of uh, orientation, what you can do, what you can't do, and blah, 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 things like that. So it was a little raining, and it was a bit of a drive from the airport. We got into the town over to the uh, to the uh, dormitory, the Obshijitia. Yeah, yeah. It's over there on, I think, Vasilevsky Ostrov or something. Huh. I went back many years later and found it, you know, and there was a, and so we went there and there were uh, student guides waiting for us, each, ah. each group. Shevchenko, yeah? Shevchenko Street, not? It may have been, I can't remember. I can, I can picture okay. it in my mind. When I went back in the 1990s, when I was working in Moscow, or uh, I went up to St. Petersburg yeah. and it had been converted into something else. It was no longer a student dormitory. Ah. Uh, so we got there, and then we had student guides for each group. I was with the University of Washington, up in Washington State, and there was people from Dartmouth and the University of Minnesota and whatever, other universities. Yeah. Uh, University of Kansas, I can't remember. And uh, so we had some guy named Gera, which is sort of an unusual name. or Gera, Genya, or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it was Yevgeny, I don't know. He was nice. They all spoke perfect English very well. Um, we assumed that the rooms were bugged. You know, with microphones, things like that. Uh, um, we had one girl. She had a toilet seat with her. Uh-huh. I said, what the hell is that? Why would you carry a toilet seat? She says, I was here the year before. I said, really? And she smiled and says, you'll find out. And so <laughs> we went to the bathrooms, you know, in the, in the dormitory. There was five or six guys to the room. You know, girls were in one room. Guys were in other rooms, you know. We had four or five, which is a lot. In the U.S., in a dormitory, you have two. Uh-huh. That's a max, or you have your own room. No more than two. Yeah. We had five, but we didn't care. It was like a big adventure, right? So it was like yeah. you know, summer camp and the Boy Scouts. We didn't give a shit. We, oh, pardon me. We didn't give a damn. We thought it was be a lot of fun. And the dormitory was old. Uh-huh. And the first thing they did was they took our picture and we have a propusk. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And we never have that in the U.S. 
you just, you just don't. Well, maybe now, but in those days, you wouldn't. Now you have a, I don't know, you wouldn't have anything like that. You have a key. If you don't have the key, you can't get in, that type of thing. Uh, so that was the first thing. It was uh, you know, they were trying to be very nice to us, and they were nice. And we went over and had lunch, and it was a huge amount of food. We didn't like the food very much, except for the ice cream. Oh, the ice cream was terrific. Yeah, good ice cream, good bread, tea, very good. Everything else, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but that was Soviet uh, Soviet ice cream was better than now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's better than now, but it was the best thing they had. Russia, uh, Soviet Union had great ice cream. They had great bread, yeah. and they had great tea. Yeah. Everything else in our Stolovaya. Yeah, yeah, canteen, yeah. Well, we don't call it, you can say canteen. The other word is, uh, oh, what's the other word we use in English? The, um, uh, I'm just trying to think. We have a different word that we use, and that is, I just can't think of it right now. I guess you could say canteen. Yeah. Uh, the food hall, uh, where, where we eat, the mess hall, whatever. There's lots of different words. I'll think of it later. Um, the rest of the food was pretty bad, uh, but that was fine. Uh, then we went to the bathrooms and they were horrible. Uh, they didn't have toilet seats. <laughs> they didn't have toilet paper. I said, oh, Jesus Christ. And I said, that girl was right. <laughs> and the showers worked two hours a day. You know, there was a funny story. They had a German group from the Freie Universität von Berlin was there. The Freie, the Free University of Berlin, West Berlin. Yeah, yeah. They were a wild bunch. They had some very nice girls, very pretty, very wild girls. And they caused a great scandal. Ah, because, uh, you, had, you had the shower was for everybody, but they put men here. You got, you got your two hours. And men go in and take a shower. Women, two hours. They take a shower, ah, right? Ah, ah, ah. The Germans decided the men and the boys took showers together. Uh -huh. Oh, the babushki, the dejournia. Yeah, know, yeah. The, uh, I don't know what you call them, dejournia. The ladies that watched the place, they didn't like that. Yeah, yeah. They went crazy. <laughs> and they had like a big commotion, you know, lots of people running around, going pretty crazy. Oh uh, yeah. So that was the the excitement uh, there that summer. So the, the impression was it was a society that was very tightly controlled. Uh, uh, yeah. And it was also very old technology. Uh, -huh. uh The third impression when you went to walk in the Nevsky Prospect or anywhere around, you had a lot of soldiers. Uh -huh. A lot of people in uniform. Soldiers and, and militiamen, maybe, yeah? Oh, policemen. You, you, you call them militia. Uh, yeah. We call them policemen. Ah, yeah, right. policemen. That, did, that wasn't surprising. But you had a lot of soldiers, officers, as well as enlisted. That was summertime, and you had people doing their army service for the summer. But you could have a lot of officers and a lot of uh, naval officers. Mm -hmm. And I was asking the teacher, I says, is this some sort of military holiday today? Because uh, I'm from a military town myself. Yeah. I'm from a town called Vallejo near San Francisco, and that's a big shipyard, nuclear subs. Yeah. And so we're pretty used to having a lot of sailors around. But when you go to a major city like San Francisco, New York, you don't see, you see a fair number, okay, maybe 3%. Yeah. But this was at least 15, 20%. Yeah, yeah. And there was just a lot of a lot of soldiers. Maybe it was because it was uh, St. Petersburg. But in Moscow, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but St. Petersburg, Moscow, you saw a lot of military personnel. So those are the three things. Those were the first impressions, uh -huh. um, and uh, that's what we began. Then we went to the started school. Yeah. Uh, we had, um, I guess we're doing okay on time, uh, maybe another few minutes in. We had um, three classes a day. We started off with a guy named Mr. Uh, Vladimir Yakoviev, and he was a nice guy. We did conversation with him. Uh-huh. Uh, but he wasn't a teacher. He was a he was a KGB. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Tell us, oh, for sure, because he told us later on that he had worked at the embassy doing political work in Pakistan. Uh, and he wasn't there. He was good, and his English was perfect. Yeah. He spoke English, he spoke French, and he spoke Finnish, which we thought was quite odd. But he was in St. Petersburg next to Finland, and I guess some people studied Finnish yeah. or whatever. And we thought that was strange. But he was a nice guy. He, the other thing is, the Russians, the clothes were terrible yeah. in those days. Uh, today, when you go to Moscow or St. Petersburg, clothes are just like you have in the West. Uh-huh. In general. I mean, some old lady maybe, but we're talking about normal people. Okay. Everybody wears the same clothes. But uh, do, uh, did you uh, did you like the studies? The, uh, the studies it were, was good or not or not very good. The studies were good. The studies. Uh-huh. Were, yeah, because we learned a lot in class. We're all Americans in class. But we spoke Russian, uh-huh. and they correct our, our Russian. And this, the the conversation class was good. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very very good. Uh, the second uh, teacher was a real teacher. His name was Gennady Ananovich Markov. I can remember the name because Ananovich was a strange name. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anon, I guess that's a biblical name. He was a very nervous guy yeah. uh, in his late 30s, and, but he was a linguist. I mean, he specialized in Russian dialects, and he taught his grammar. Yeah, maybe and, uh, he, uh, he had uh, lectures with, with us, too. Uh-huh. Oh, you, know, you knew him? Uh-huh. Yeah, Did you know him? a bit, a bit. Is he still alive? I, I I don't know. It was in 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 seventeen two. Yeah, uh, I, I I was at the university and he had lectures. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He used to smoke a lot and was very nervous. And uh, but we can talk about him later offline. And then the third person was a lady. Uh, she was probably an, you know what an old maid is. Yeah, some woman never married. Uh, she was the phon- uh, phonetics teacher. Uh huh. And we liked that. I was the best in phonetics. Uh huh. Okay. Best accent. And they had this very old-fashioned tape recorder. It looked like something out of the 1920s. Mm. So we went and recorded and learned vowels. And and I remember some girl taught me a, a funny phrase in Russian. Give, <laughs> give uh, your, your regards to your like relatives, but it was like the folks. Uh. And she almost wet herself. She almost fell off the chair laughing. Yeah. It was very serious. That was a very funny way to say things. But I was learning stuff. I have to tell you, though, that the grammar, uh, Gennady was a nice guy, and he couldn't speak English very well, so he was always, uh, we were teaching him some words here and there. Yeah. And but the, but the grammar exercises were extremely boring, uh-huh. and it took a long time in the afternoon to do them, and so I found a shortcut. Uh-huh. I had this girlfriend named Natasha. Yeah. I had her do my exercises for me. It took her two minutes. It would take me like an hour. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so a friend of mine says, get, the, get a Russian girlfriend, let her do the grammar work for you. It takes two minutes, and then you can buy her some ice cream. So I had them done every day in like 10 minutes. Uh-huh. I learned afterwards, okay, fine, now I figured it out. That's where you use, you know, not vishol is aftabusa. You know, yeah. I learned all this stuff. Yeah. But it took me 10 minutes instead. Those other guys are doing an hour, and I came in, and they would read them out, and I read mine, and Gennady says, do like Mr. Jones. He gets it right every time. He really works hard. I go, yeah, you should do it like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those guys would say, you bastard. Did you do it? I go, oh, well, I had a lot of work, you know. Okay. I never told anybody my secret. But uh, they were good. We only went to about noontime. Yeah. Then we went to the Stolovaya, to yeah. the, uh, the canteen. And we yeah. had our lunch. How long, uh, how long uh, did you uh, study in Russia in St. Petersburg then? I think it must have been eight weeks. Uh-huh. Eight weeks. So eight weeks. I think it was the middle of June 
or the 20th of June to the beginning of August, the first ah, okay. August or something. And then uh, we had tests. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, the other thing is they told us to bring presents for the teachers. Uh-huh. And we did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and which you never do in the U.S. can But we did. And they. Um, I remember I wanted to get a textbook of Czech Russian. Uh-huh. We'll find it. And, of course, uh, you know, Yakovyev or Volodya said, oh, well, we have everything in the Soviet yeah. Union. Really? I said, I can't find this. Boy, t- next day he found one and brought one to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so I think, our, I think we talked our time. Is this enough or should we continue later? Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe so. Thank you. Thank you very much. And maybe uh, next time we can continue this, uh, this interesting uh, conversation. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks a lot.